two, three. Man, we're getting really good at that. You do clap when I say the word clap, right? Yeah. Look, Kaz, I went to kindergarten. I know when to clap, okay? When you're happy and you know it. <laughs> I never knew it, though. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to So Did You Like It, a film podcast among thousands and thousands of other film podcasts where we're not going to throw numbers at you, but we'll answer that simple question you always ask when you're with a friend. So did you like it? I'm joined with Kaz, as always, and this week we are kicking off Martra Volta. Martra Volta. I don't think you introduced yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm Sir Square, and sorry, I didn't want to tie my name <laughs> to this want episode. His name attached to this. I get it. <laughs> this is March Travolta Madness. To celebrate March, we are watching four terrible John Travolta movies, and just at the end of the month, we'll go through them and rate them, and this week, we kicked it off with Urban Cowboy from 1980, directed by James Bridges, written by Aaron Latham. So when are you going to take me home? Hmm? Whenever you get ready. I'm ready right now. Come on. I gotta tell my girlfriends I'm going. Got myself a cowboy. See y'all later. Oh, you... Who's that? My wife. This is a movie starring John Travolta who plays Bud, a cowboy from Spur, Texas, who moves to the Houston area in Pasadena to work at an oil rig and to find his footing in a bigger world. And Kaz, I gotta say, when we jumped into this, I never fucking expected Urban Cowboy to be the dark horse of the worst fucking movie of this month. <laughs> This is going to win the bracket, possibly. Oh, Jesus. my God. Dude, what the fuck All happened right. in this movie? Can someone explain that? Texas. Texas happened. Everything happened in this movie. We're like, I mean, I have seen that here in Texas. <laughs> I've seen the bar, which we'll get to. I've seen the, the shindigs <laughs> and the hoot nannies. I've seen the bar fights. I've seen people, just a bar full of people in cowboy hats. I've seen, the, I'm going to end up going through every bullet point in this movie. <laughs> the, 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 the bull riding, the mechanical bull in the bars, and people who are really into it. The domestic <laughs> abuse. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's be real. There are a lot of problems with this movie just right off the bat. But I don't know where to start. I honestly uh, don't. Let's start before the movie. So, <laughs> before okay. I ever saw this movie, and which was uh, just two days ago, uh, all I knew about it was dads liked it. Like, oh, my dad told me he he loves this movie. He thinks the dancing's really great in it, and it was like a cultural, like a pop culture icon when this movie came. I out. don't even know what my dad thought of this movie. But I had an ex whose who's dad loved this fucking movie. And I'm just like, knowing that, I'm just like, I don't think I'll like it. Dude, look, I did some research, man. Um, After this movie came out, people would go to, like, Atlanta, and they'd be wearing cowboy shirts and boots. There would be 
cowboy dance halls opening up all over Vegas. There were people teaching two-step classes at bars, dive bars, western bars, all over the nation. You were here and looking for love in all the wrong places Ugh. everywhere you turned. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so that's, that's what we had going into this movie. That's, 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 that was the expectation put on this movie. That's the funny thing about you just pointing out the ubiquity of this is that we're in, we've lived in Texas. I believe you have your whole life as well. Mm-hmm. This isn't yep. unco- an uncommon sight to see cowboy bars. And people doing the fucking boot scooting boogie for quinceaneras, for weddings, for funerals. Yeah, that is very true. It did <laughs> nail that. You know what this movie did lack, though? It was not a single cumbia. What the fuck? I'm surprised they didn't play that fucking achy, breaky hard song. Or if they did, I must have gone to make a drink. That didn't come out till like, the 90s. Okay, well, because <laughs> that's another one you heard at every major event. Graduation. Oh, yeah. Weddings, once oh. again, funerals. Uh, I don't want to listen to country music for a little bit more I, after this movie. I already hate country music so much. And it might be a byproduct of living here. <laughs> living here, I hate country music and I hate uh, Tejano music. Maybe it's because I've heard them my whole life in the background with the fucking speakers playing. The boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't hear it anymore. And this movie was a fucking disaster. It was like a fucking just diarrhea of country music. Yeah, when I'm in the mood for country music, it's very specific country music. And it's in small doses. Not two hours of country music <laughs> and we had to hear looking for love in all the wrong places three times in this movie i don't need that song three times in any movie does that make that like the fucking like <laughs> what's that song they played like over die hard like the one beethoven song <laughs> it just keeps coming back you're like god damn it pick a new song please So, I think one of the best ways to start off one of the problems with this movie is in the beginning of this movie, after, like, Bud has settled down with his, into the house with uh, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. And and Aunt Kareen, the true MVPs, but we will get to them later. We got it. We got to go over Bud. We we have to talk about Bud. Unfortunately. So, this is after he's, like, settled in. I just... He just want to talk about Uncle Bob for a whole hour. <laughs> I know that would be easier, but unfortunately, this is about John Travolta. Anyway, so he started making this bar, Gillies, his like go-to nightly hangout spot. You know, we've we've seen him get a job. All that has happened, and he meets Sissy, the the love interest of Before this movie. Before he meets Sissy, oh God, he goes. He gets into himself into a threesome with the classic tried and true, always work lines. I'm from Spur, Texas. <laughs> Just sh- slash cut to he is in bed the next morning with these ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. If you guys ever want to just fall into one, just go, I'm from Spur, Texas. <laughs> yeah, works every time in Pasadena. There are no prospects there. It's a bring-your-own-girlfriend kind of city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to piss off everyone in Pasadena. That's fine. They don't have power over there. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, after that magic night for him, 
hey, this movie backs me up. Which, by the way, I just want to say one of the reasons why Aunt Corrine is already the greatest of all time is after we found out he was in a threesome, they cut back to her house and she's on the phone with Bud's oh, mom. That. And it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, you can't talk to Bud right now. Well, he went to church. Yeah. Yeah, no, he went to church early this morning looking at Bob and they're both just like smirking and giving <laughs> each other winks. And it's just like, oh, man, Aunt Corrine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, so we meet Sissy. She's great. She's a wonderful girl. Very sweet. Uh, it's a weird exchange because somehow she kind of pissed him off when she didn't do anything. And it was a really awkward exchange. Just like, you know how to dance? Yeah. Now do two-step? You bet. Wanna prove it? Alright. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just being that asshole who's like, I, I think that's like one of those shitty, like, pickup artist tactics, isn't it? You know, just kind of, whatever, like, kind of ignore her. Or then, like, start negging on her or whatever. Yeah, so obviously um. they fall in love to that song, Looking for Love, and start making out hardcore on the dance floor, because as if no one's there. And... We cut into like them dating, and this is where the real problem starts. This is like only 20 minutes into the movie. They're at a diner, and it was right after a punching machine just got installed in the bar, and they like Sissy gave it a try, hurt her knuckles. And after we, uh, he kept while... insisting, like, no, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, should I let her, guys? I guess should I let her? You know, like, who the fuck are you? Why are you trying to stop her? <laughs> Hit using the, the the punching machine, right? Oh, that's right. I already have problem with gender roles. Don't worry, we'll go over gender roles in a minute with this movie, because like we really gotta. This is this is the point that really kicks it off for me, and, and we'll we'll get to why. Leaving the diner is the two girls that Bud got into a threesome with, and he's leering at them. She calls him out for it. He tries to bullshit her, saying like, "Well, I can't just keep my eyes closed. You know, I didn't do anything wrong." Most bullshit answer you ever get. She and then he starts tickling her to divert to divert from the problem. She tries to stop him. He and so when he doesn't stop, she pinches his arm to get him to stop. So he full hand slaps her in front of everyone in this diner. Pop culture icon film right here, guys. Sean Connery approved. <laughs> I hate this fucking movie. Yeah, and then, yeah, she walks the fuck out because, of course, man, fuck that guy. Oh, keep going. Keep telling them what keeps happening, Kaz. I cannot keep going before I explode with anger. You explain the rest. Oh, like a bunch of like a bunch of fucking bratty teenagers. He's, like, trying to stop her. He's like, where are you going? You can't go and all this shit. And then she, she's, like, doesn't even want to talk to him, don't want to hear from him. She's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, she's got her hand out like she's going to, like, you know, hitch a ride or something. And so he just throws his little hissy fit, gets in his <laughs> truck. Starts, drives like right in front of her, tells her to get in one more time. She's like, nah. So then he drives off in a big dramatic gesture. And then she kind of looks back, glancing at him like whatever. And then he just hits the brakes, screeches his truck all the way backwards and tells her to get the fuck in. She doesn't do it. So he gets out of the truck, wrestles, tries to wrestle her in, but she's fighting him. And she's putting up like she doesn't want to go with him. And while everyone in the fucking diner just kind of stands there. See this woman being uh, possibly kidnapped, and eventually they fall into a fucking puddle. They're fighting each other, and someone almost runs over, over them. They get in the car, 
And he asks her the most logical question in, after such an occasion. You want to get married? <laughs> and slash cut to <laughs> fucking Gilbies or Gillies or whatever, where they have their big reception for their wedding, where she agreed to marry this man after he full slapped her in a diner and they wrestled in a like mud water filled pothole. Like, you know, that type of pothole you find in like a dive diner or bar parking lot where like everyone goes through it because they all know there's no avoiding yeah. it at this point. There's a couple issues here. <laughs> oh, please break them down for me. This man <laughs> just had a threesome the day before. Is this. Th- it was and like if it wasn't the day before, it was, days it was two after, days before. It seems, you know? Oh, I guess. You know what? We have I, no. We have no reference for the timeline other than after they're married and like a couple days afterwards there's like how long have you known him and she's like almost 2 weeks. So we know it's within oh, that shit. time. What the fuck? Well, no. No, no, no. Okay, look. I you can kind of infer from the point when Bud gets his job to when he meets Sissy at least maybe a week or two has passed. It almost seemed like he was going to start the day that they said they were going to hire him. It's like the day that he goes in for his job, they're just like, oh, hey, you know, you, uh, you going to shave that beard? And it's like, hell yeah, I would. And then they just cut to like, he's in the restroom at the place where he's going to work shaving. You're right. Unless you think he decided, oh, I'll just shave the day that I start, which what? I think he just started that day. I think so. And then we cut there, and when he meets Sissy, because Sissy had seen him before, she's like, didn't you have a beard? It's like, yeah, I had to shave it for work. She's like, it's a shame. Should have. Oh, kept that's it. what she did to piss him off. And he, yeah, and he's like, who asked yeah. you? It's just like, what the so what? <laughs> literally had a, uh, a threesome two, one or two days before. <laughs> yeah, two days before, because he didn't go to the oil field till the next day after that phone call that's with his right. mama. Yeah, and he said he was going to go by the next day. Oh, my God, we're really getting the chronology of this whole movie, <laughs> like, really down pat. I'm really glad that we're getting that correct. <laughs> we're hitting all the points. We got That's it. important. Boom. Um, and then, yeah, they're married. And I think we kind of cut from there to he already put a down payment on a trailer home for them. Yeah. Which, once again, came into Pasadena... Four days later, has a trailer home and a wife. They move quick there. <laughs> I thought things go slower in Texas. Everyone takes their time. Because we might have a problem. Hot damn, that ain't true. <laughs> so, um, I know this is a breakaway from the podcast, but for obvious what? reasons, when you do a podcast like this, you know, if you're going to do something live, you should always tweet it out. So I do, on my Twitter account. I tweet it out. What just liked and retweeted this tweet was an mm-hmm. HP Lovecraft bot. What is the Eldritch connection now in Urban Cowboy? Weird. <laughs> you need to explain now we'll get how to that. the Trust cosmic me. horror mythos has affected John Travolta's mind in Urban Cowboy. You will see over the course of March. Oh, God. Oh, you realize we're going to Battlefield Earth eventually, which is a Scientology thing. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so, okay, well... I accept my fate. Madness is the only escape to the curse that is uh, sanity. Anyway, let's move on with it. I lost my goddamn mind just watching this. I movie. don't blame you, dude. Let's get into why we lost our goddamn mind. So anyway, yes, they have a trailer home. They're living the, the nice life. He's done this really sweet thing where like 
there's a license plate that says Bud, and then there's a license plate that says Sissy. So you know that's love. That's Texas. Oh, sorry. That's love. But what is the one thing in Texas that can tear apart true love quicker than any sort of betrayal or violence? Toxic masculinity. Toxic? Wait. I mean bull riding. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Mechanical bull riding. We're introduced to the big big challenge that the hero faces in the movie a mechanical bull and staying on it they get one installed in gil gillies all right you ever been on a mechanical bull <laughs> i've never been on a mechanic i've never been in a bar with a mechanical bull okay i actually have not seen a or been in a bar with a mechanical bull at least to my knowledge in texas i didn't see one until me and nan saw one in uh in new orleans uh, we were so plastered by then, this, like, Nan couldn't even stay on. Like, he couldn't even get on for a second for them to start it. And then, uh, I gotta say, I did pretty good. I Granted, okay, you know, we're a bunch of, like, city folk from out of town. We're just here to visit over in New Orleans. And, uh, I think they went easy on me, but I stayed on that thing, even when he was kind of ramping it up. But, you know, obviously, you know, eventually he was able to, the guy controlling was able to fuck me the fuck off. But, like... Yeah, I had some people who were pretty impressed, actually. <laughs> hey, man, that's pretty fucking sweet. I've I've always wanted to try it at least once. I'd make a fool of myself, but it would be cool to experience. Oh man, just like just like Bud, you try it once and you're gonna be addicted, <laughs> Square, and I know it. Cause he tries it, he gets on that mechanical bull. He he stands a little bit, but then he gets bucked off. And what does he do? All right, how I need to do it again. So he pays him because it's like what, like two bucks? It's two bucks. Yeah, two bucks. So he just pays two dollars and signs a waiver. Yeah, uh, signs a waiver. Which did you guys sign a waiver when you write it? Wrote a no, <laughs> I love that. They just said to write your name. Maybe the name the, the sheet had a waiver attached somewhere, but it's just so they could call you up when it was your turn. <laughs> this is proof that you are signing your liability away. Hell yeah, I did, and I rocked it for a drunk asshole. <laughs> so yeah, mechanical bull riding. Uh, Sissy really wants to ride the bull. She wants to give it a shot. Bud believes that women are only allowed to do certain things. And mechanical bull riding is not one of them. That's a man's job. Apparently. (laughs) It's a man's man's world. There's something that Nan reminded me of that I don't remember, but when he tells me, when he told me about it, I just, it's so fucking funny. That old, like, Stop motion, like Rudolph, Red Nose Reindeer movie. The part, like after, like yeah. they're like caught out in a blizzard and they gotta go look for. I think when they gotta look for Rudolph, or no, it's when, I, yeah, when they gotta look for Rudolph. Uh, there's just a part where like they all want to go search for him, and then the, like his mom and like the women folk are just like, "We'll go with you." And Rudolph's dad is like, "No, that's men's work." <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what Did that I, actually happened. That's just what I think of whenever. Yeah, that actually happens in the movie. <laughs> no, this is man's work. Oh my god! So every time god. I see like gender roles, like in movies, stuff like that, that always pops in my head. Like, no, that's man's work. <laughs> what the fuck? Time mechanical you... bull riding. Anyway, wow. Okay, <laughs> mechanical bull so riding. So he doesn't want her to get on. I don't remember. Was she able to get on, or did he eventually just throw a hissy and leave? Uh, she doesn't get on. Uh, He takes her to the dance floor to go dance instead. And after that, 
our our villain like quote unquote villain because if he's the villain so is john travolta (laughs) john travolta i find to be a worse villain than the villain in this movie and that's still not saying much about the villain they both suck (laughs) but i will say okay we're gonna get there once again but i was saying early on and this does change i was like at least he hasn't abused her or been, like, really manipulative towards her. That will change, because, of course, we need our villain to be villainous. But Jesus Christ. For a second, I was like, is he really just a be- Is she- he really just better for her? And I was wrong, because, of course, I have to be wrong for this for something like this crappy movie. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wes Hightower is introduced to the which he's actually introduced in a, like, real bull riding rodeo competition. He's the one that, like, um, that, like falls off. The uh, the oh, bull. he was the convict. He was the convict that I fell off the bull. I didn't pay attention at all. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. He then gets like paroled right after that. Heads up to Gillies where he needs he meets his best friend Steve, and like just comes in rocking jeans, boots, hat, and a sheer see through black cowboy shirt. Was she- I thought it was like a fishnet shirt. Like the goth goth kids wear. I guess it was more fishnet. <laughs> Which I was like, bold in Texas? It Hell was, yeah, man. This bad guy? Shit. He was letting every man know any woman was his, apparently. And that he gave no shits who saw his nipples. None whatsoever. And just to make sure he asserted his dominance as a true alpha, uh, goes into the mechanical bowl setting, jacks it up all the way, and then rides it like no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Thus, really, again, really outshines Bud. <laughs> outshining Bud, thus again establishing himself as alpha of this bar. <laughs> as we now know in the rules of Texas, Bud has lost all rights to calling anyone out in this bar. That is true. That's how it works in Texas. I live here. I know it. I can't believe some of the things I'm saying right now. I think I've pissed off all of Pasadena. It's fine. You'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, after that, I think is that, does Bud try again? Because I think he wants to try again. Yeah. Like, what happens is uh, he pulls her away to go. That's when he pulls her away to go dance. Mm. And so they go back to the diner where he slapped her because you go back to that place, obviously. And. When this West character comes in with Steven to, of course, get some grub, he sees them and Sissy and gives Sissy a little tilt of his cowboy hat. A little flirty, let's be real. But you could also make a statement that he was doing it to everyone at the table. Uh, yeah, I think he also did something like that or showed some kind of like that he was making eyes at uh, Sissy before uh, when they were in the bar. And so when it happened again in the thing, that's when Bud got all... Oh, yeah. Mm. Bud immediately uh, challenges him to write to be Alpha again through uh, trial by combat. Which is foolish. If you've lost at bullfighting, what (laughs) chance could you possibly have in unarmed combat? (laughs) That's right. Everyone knows. It's bullriding, then trial by combat. You can't beat him in bull riding. Don't even don't think even you can beat don't him even bring a gun. Riding. You have no chance. 
Because, as we'll prove later on. As he proves later on, because <laughs> that he agrees to the fight. They go outside, and with his two guns strapped to his arms, basically, just straight up knocks John, or knocks Bud out, lays him flat, and honestly, do not feel sorry for the guy. <laughs> Bud gets two hits, and neither one of them seemed like they phased him all that much. And they were pretty cheap hits. Uh, so he gets laid the fuck out. Sissy takes him back with his bruised ego and shit why <laughs> just why i don't and so he starts drinking he's he's just opening that jack and just pounding some jack back man uh and starts giving her hassle right yeah because like, this was somehow her fault the next day when it's morning he's she like makes breakfast and everything and he's she's like hey breakfast is ready like do you want any coffee uh water it's like, you should probably be getting to work. And it's just like, get me a beer. It's just like, I don't really think you should be having it. Get me a goddamn beer. It's just like, mm. oh, God. Oh, my God. I, as soon as that happened, like, it set into me what we were in for. And before oh, you geez. think to yourself, like, man, like, this has to be, you have to feel like that's really setting up the story and, like, you're really getting somewhere. No, this was still only like 40 minutes into this two-hour film. This time thinking that they're going to try to redeem him somehow, and I don't think that they're going to be able to do it. How could they? Uh, spoilers. Spoilers by the end. They don't. I mean, they do try to redeem him, but it doesn't work once again. Because, <laughs> of course, it all spirals out of control. He starts drinking too much. He takes beer. He's drinking beer on his way to work. Uh, I don't know if he's having beer while he's at work. And he works in an oil uh, refinery. Like, he's going into work drunk when he's on, like, tall scaffolding, like, all day. Yeah, because I think they're also, like, building the parts of the refinery, right? I think so. So, of course, Sissy, responding to this obvious, terrible decisions her husband's making, is trying to just do the best she can in her life. So she talks to her friend who explains that she gets to ride the mechanical bull before Gillies gets really busy at night by just going when it's empty. And, you know, Steve doesn't have a problem letting women ride the bull. So Sissy goes and, of course, is introduced to Wes. Sissy gets on. And, of course, she's immediately got an amazing talent for it. Yeah. I mean, also, he's, Stays he's on. going a little bit easy on her. But, you know, damn, she's holding her own. She is holding her own. It's incredible. And Hightower likes it. And Hightower likes it. Can respect a lady who knows her way on a bowl. The hip control alone. <laughs> <laughs> but while this is happening, while uh, Sissy's on the bowl riding, Bud falls from the scaffolding from being drunk and is hanging by his foot probably three stories above three or four stories above the floor that's all concrete while people look on and we get the weirdest cuts to peril shot we get bull riding and and dr <laughs> dramatic music to sexy bull riding in some like semi-romantic country music dimly lit uh, bar <laughs> dimly lit bar bright outdoor scene and a man's hanging from scaffolding as he does, looks like he barely knows where he is, and people are scrambling to see if they can get him. Damn near broke his back. He is saved, of course. No problems. He goes to the hospital. 
They finally get a hold of Sissy. She runs home. Asks if he's okay. And Ami's just like, damn near broke my back. Where were you? Man, man doesn't ask much but to have a you know a woman cook for him and be home when he gets there. My Aunt Corrine said we live we live like pigs. Why aren't you doing the dishes? Why don't you do the dishes, John Travolta? <laughs> I guess I should say Bud. I don't know if John Travolta does his dishes or not, but why don't you do the dishes, Bud? Yeah. You could do them, Bud. Yeah. John Travolta. It's not hard, Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, coming out with that heart energy. Are you trying to claim the alpha spot now? Uh, well, like I said, I did run that bull pretty good. He is making his bid for alpha, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, one, man, I'm so gone already. One at, one at bullet. Uh, bullet. One at bull riding. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> there you go. Saved it. Uh, <laughs> This movie has broken us as yeah, people already. I, I don't. And this Anyways. is only the first of four weeks. So he's got a cast on him. He's recovering. He pisses her off because he's being shitty. But of course, she's getting better at bull riding. Yeah. So, and she's not trying to do anything. She just wanted to learn. So to surprise him, to like show him like, hey, we could talk about this. Like we, we could do this together in front of everybody at the bar. She bull rides in front of everybody and kills it. Everyone goes crazy. And Bud just goes, you lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's praising her. You lied to me. Yeah. Uh, she's like, well, I, I said I went to go talk to a friend. And I did. I just didn't talk to her. I wanted to ride the bull. Come on. Why wouldn't you let me ride the bull? Don't you see I'm good at it? Like, we could do this together. It's just like, just, uh, I just. And then, like, I think he slaps her again at home. I think so, yeah. Because, like, they get into, they go home, they continue the fight. Yeah. And then he straight up slaps her again and tells her to get out because mm-hmm. she said she's going to keep riding the bull. And he just says, get out of my house then. How dare you have dreams <laughs> and aspirations as a human being? Get or the fuck just out. It's like a fun hobby. It's not like, it's not even that, like, <laughs> Toxic masculinity thing of like, oh, my woman's going to make a career out of this and like really, you know, outshine me. It's like, she's doing it for fun, bro. And before you think, was anyone there to stop it? No, John Travolta's friend Marshall saw him slap Sissy. And uh, when Sissy wouldn't get into the truck earlier, he's just like, what? Is she still mad about that? As if it didn't just happen 45 seconds ago. Oh, God. Gaslighting this poor woman too. Oh now. no! God damn it! Oh god! Um. So then she goes off, right? She goes to go on a date with. Uh, am I skipping ahead? Is this where she goes on a date with uh, Wes? Or not really a date? She just goes to like talk to him, uh, just to have someone to run to. Or am I jumping ahead? Please tell me I jumped ahead, and we're gonna finish this soon. No, <laughs> you're pretty much spot on. They split up. Uh. So. They go to, uh, Bud goes to the bar by himself. Sissy's there. And while Bud's there, he meets a girl named Pam. And Pam is like the daughter of an oil man and is upper class and Mm -hmm. is looking for a cowboy. But to Mm -hmm. piss Bud off when she sees Pam with him, she puts on the most 
fuck you display of I have more talent on this bowl in my left pinky than you have in your whole body, old man. She starts making love to that mechanical bull, man. She is riding that shit with, like, the greatest style, and she's just, like, doing all these fucking moves on these things. Things that Travolta could only dream she could do while she was riding him. While they're still married, by the way, they're having this weird little spat. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a separation situation right now. And so, to get her back... Bud takes Pam to the dance floor, and they start dancing, and they start getting real mm-hmm. close. So then starts the worst fucking game of chicken since introducing March Revolta Madness and leading Kaz <laughs> to this horrible idea. <laughs> well, because Sissy grabs Wes and pulls him on the dance floor, and it's just a standoff of who gets closer until finally... Both of them are making out with the other person almost in front of each other. Oh, no, I don't think. No, okay. So Bud gets close to Pam. Pam, Pam rests. And then Sissy lets Wes, or no, Sissy puts her hand on Wes's ass, which lets Wes put his hand on her ass. And then we cut to then Bud just like, all right, fuck you, kisses Pam. Then says the worst pickup line I have ever fucking heard. I don't want you to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it either. I know people like. Should I like? I don't know if people want to you hear gotta, this. Or I not. guess you just gotta go into it. That's what happened in the movie. Uh, it's already feels. This is what happened in the movie. So they kissed. They break it off. Uh, Wes and Sissy leave. And John Travolta looks Pam in the eye and says, So when are you going to take me home and rape me? Hmm? Whenever you get ready. I'm ready right now. Come on. <sighs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, because she responds positively that with just a whole like, well, I'm ready right now. She loves it. That line fucking worked with her. So he goes with Pam. <laughs> uh, or Bud goes with Pam. And then Sissy goes with Wes to his trailer next to the bar. He sees how fucking loaded she is. Tries to get her to drink mezcal to get the uh, word. Get the vision quest going. He, yeah, Bud wastes no time. He, he's like, you know, he's doing the the courtship bullshit drinking uh ta- you know flirting all that stuff they get some music going she gets some candles going and then they go at it uh, presumably you know, we don't see it and that's fine let's just cut out more of this movie really uh and then we juxtapose that with sissy with wes and she um they start making out he gets handsy sh- yeah but she says no because sissy is too good yeah for bud yeah and and he seems okay with it wes is like okay that you could go then seeming to respect her choice yeah and her, her, her boundaries and such. so she goes home sees bud is not there cleans the entire mm. home for him writes this uh brings him flowers writes the sweetest letter about apologizing because she was drunk she understood like what like that it was a bad fight 
and that even if they can't be married anymore, hopefully they can still be friends. And, and she, she misses, misses him. And she has beautiful handwriting, by the way. <laughs> just like, oh, and she she's writing this on the bed, too. Not on a hard surface. And just is flowing. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so Pam shows up. Fucking Pam shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sissy's just like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go. Could you make sure Bud gets this letter? Or, no, it doesn't say anything about the letter. Just leaves. And she sticks the letter under the radio. St- sticks the uh, letter under the radio and goes back to the bar to see Wes. Bud comes home, sees how the place looks, and is just like, oh, damn, you cleaned up the place. I really love a woman's touch around. And you got me flowers? Oh, thank you. You're the best. And she's just like, anything for you, sugar? Mm -hmm. And then later finds the letter, reads it, and puts it in her purse. Yeah. Not letting. Thus making sure John Travolta never sees it and will not call Sissy. Yeah. And then John Travolta immediately, or Bud, gets a call from Aunt Corrine, and it's just like, uh-huh, okay, well, wait, let me, let me, let me ask my friend real quick, just like, hey, we're going to lunch to my, uh, to my aunt. Eat some uncles. pie. All right, okay, <laughs> we're going to eat some pie. It's delicious. All right, she's coming. Okay, I'll see you later, Aunt Corrine. And it was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I like <laughs> Uncle Bob, and I like Aunt Corrine. Uh, we're we're saving them for the end of this but, podcast, so we have a shining note to go out. But on. I'm just saying, they were at your wedding, man. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and here's the even again why they're so MVP. They don't confront him on this yet. They let him understand his own mistakes first. So we see Bud and Sissy's lives as the two are apart. Yeah. Gillies starts is gonna do a giant mechanical bull riding contest for five thousand dollars because mm-hmm. sure, and uh, both of them are training hard to prove who's the best so they can get that five thousand dollars. Wes, so they can head off to Mexico. Bud, so he can rub it in Sissy's face. Yeah, both noble reasons. Yeah, and. He's learning by riding real bull. And we learned this because Bob used to be a bull rider. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, Bob. Let's let's not bullshit around. We we cut ahead. It's it's time for the contest. Or no. It was a mechanical. No, no. We can't skip. Hold on. Hold on. What? No. We, we can't. Yeah, I think you know what I'm I talking. know what you're talking about. You see, we now cut ahead to right before the contest. And Bud is in the best shape in his mechanical bull riding career. Uh, he is back at work after healing from his back energy. Him and Pam seem to be doing fine. Uh, I guess. And he is now at work, <laughs> working hard, making money again. When Bob confronts him finally, but not not in a like in an angry way, but just says like when it's. He brings up Sissy, and Bud just says, wait, wait, wait. I think, "Like, I think you're jumping ahead." What are you jumping? What are you? Are, are, are you? Are you? Are you skipping the Dolly Parton contest? Oh my god! Oh my god! How dare you, oh sir? My god. So, and Corrine and Uncle Bob are gonna go to. Uh, I think it's still at Gillies because they they don't go anywhere else. Because Aunt Corrine is entered into a Dolly Parton con- lookalike contest. 
where she's, she and other people are going to put on the wigs. She's going to put on some fake boobs. She's got like this, you know, tight little like jacket she's got over her. And she's got like fake boobs going on. Uh, just, you know, kind of push them, push them girls up. I'm getting there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she goes. You have a bunch of Dolly Partons just standing up there. Uh, and they do a contest. I don't think Anne Corrine wins. Oh, no, she um, doesn't even make it. They, they pick the some other ten. lady. Yeah, she didn't even get to make it on the stage. But you know what? <laughs> she had a good time. And Uncle Bob's there to to uh, cheer her on. They hang out at the bar for a little bit, all sh- you know, schmooze and talk and all that stuff. Uh, and eventually, uh, Uncle Bob and Anne Corrine are like, hey, we know a different bar. Let's go hang out over there. And uh, Anne Corrine's like, oh, oh, great. I'd love to get out of these things. He's, and, you know, because she stuffed her bra with balloons to make them bigger, like Dolly Parton. And uh, Uncle Bob says, the most wholesome line in the movie. And he says, all right, let's get you comfortable. Let's pop them titties and get out of here. <laughs> and then as they walk away, you hear the sound of balloons popping. And they're just the most wholesome in love couple who supports each other. She didn't win, but he told her she was the prettiest damn Dolly Parton in the whole damn bar. Because he loves her, damn it. He loves her. (laughs) Don't you dare skip that. It's the only good scene in the movie. Oh, my God. I didn't realize how passionate you were about the Dolly Parton scene. This movie sucked. (laughs) And when I said the most wholesome line in the movie was, let's pop them titties, I'm like, of course this is the only thing I'll glom onto. Oh, I'm losing my mind. Okay, let's start getting to the end of this movie. All right, so yeah, him and Pam, after that, maybe not doing so well, because I think Pam kind of notices, like, I think he just wants to make his wife jealous. He's really into the bull riding thing, but, like, he doesn't seem all that into me. Well... Is and then it, we also find out that Sissy's life is not going too well, because she gets home one day, uh, early from work. Opens the bedroom door, sees Wes in there putting his boots on, doesn't have a shirt on. He's like, "Well, you're home early." It's just like, "Yeah, I just thought I'd come in, and you know, I finished up, and I thought we could just hang out." And uh, he's like, "Oh," and then he knocks on the bathroom door, and. The girl, one of the other bartenders from Gillies, opens it, indicating he was definitely just sleeping with her. Tells her to leave. She leaves. She says sorry to Sissy. Sorry, Sissy. It ain't your fault. Yeah, she she says it's not your fault. It's fine, which was weird. And then Wes says, he's kind of a you didn't think I could only give my love to one woman now, did you? I'm not that type of man. And then he just, like, she, she doesn't really respond. And then somehow we get to a scene where he is now pulling her by the root of her hair, forcing her on her knees. So, yeah, Sissy's life is not going great. No. But good for fucking Bud. Uh, well, we go to Bud. Once again, they don't seem all that fulfilled in their life. And then we go to the scene you were talking about where he has a bit of a heart and heart to heart with, uh, with, with, uh, Uncle Bob. Yeah. A nice heart to heart where Bob explains that he used to be a prideful man, almost lost his wife and the children a few times to his own thick headedness, and that you have to learn to be a man and swallow your pride for relation. Got to open that throat throat deep. To swallow Let pride. that pride go down hard and whole. All right, but Uncle Bob didn't say all that, but we <laughs> we assume that was in the subtext. 
and explains like that's what you have to do in a relationship and that inspires bud in that one moment so then bob uh has to climb up to go do some oil maintenance work and god strikes him with a lightning bolt well, no, what happens is it was going to, like, they were expecting a thunderstorm, and so I think they needed to, like, cover a few things and or just patch up some yep. pipes. So they're all patching up pipes. And then God shoots a thunderbolt. Yep. And takes the saving grace from this movie out of the movie. Hits, like, an oil canister, and Uncle Bob falls to his ground, and I guess is knocked unconscious, and I think just dies of smoke and or burns to death up there. Oh, no, he got hit by the lightning. Did he? Then why was there an explosion next to him? Did it transfer all the way? Because it, like, yeah, it transferred. But, like, when you read the description, because I wanted to make sure, he got struck by lightning. So he got struck by the Lord himself. (laughs) Family man. You knew from this fucking fucking heart-to-heart. There was like, oh, no. Oh, no, are they going to kill Uncle Bob? So, yeah, Uncle Bob dies. We cut to his fucking... Well, like, uh, I think uh, Bud tries to, like, go after him, but they're holding him back. They're like, no, he can't go up there. It's too dangerous. So then we just, like, smash cut to the funeral. Yep. And Aunt Corrine is keeping it together like a fucking champ. She is keeping it together somehow. As the greatest man of all of Pasadena is taken away from us. Uh, Bud's there. Pam's not there. Oh, Pam's there. Sissy shows up. Oh, is she? Pam's there. Okay. Um, Sissy shows up. I don't, you know, I I don't think Bud says the sweetest thing to Bud because it's like you came and it's just like, well, he was my uncle too. I mean, until the divorce goes through. He's just, yeah, sorry, I haven't been gotten to that yet I'll, I'll get to it and he's just she's just like i mean i don't mind yeah. which is you know she's just remembering that you know when he slapped her at least he didn't leave marks jeez well that hadn't shown that hadn't happened yet i think it's not till the day of the competition ah, we can imply okay fine we can imply enough. okay jeez uh this is awful this is awful uh, and kareen's very happy to see sissy too yeah, because she loves Sissy, because she knows yeah. Sissy's a good girl. A good woman who just wants to do what she loves in life. Terrible judge of character. Terrible oh. judge of character. Uh, let's go to the competition so, night. Oh, no, 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 not yet. Because damn. remember, right after the funeral, we cut to Bud looking at the sunset from the backyard. when Aunt Corrine comes out and gives Bud Uncle Bob's belt buckle. From his rodeo riding days, mm-hmm. when he rolled real bulls, like a real man, like a real true cowboy, <laughs> like a true cowboy, and tells him, "I know, Bob would have Bob would have wanted you to wear this uh, on the day of this competition." He's just like, "I'm thinking of skipping the competition. I can't go to the competition right now, not on the day of Bob's funeral." And he's just like, "I know, Bob wanted you to be there. It's okay. Go ride that mechanical bull." And it's beautiful, and it's just like Aunt Corrine. Why are you so amazing? You need to be chastising this boy, yeah. not giving him no, but, giving him outs like but this. But the belt buckle will give him the spirit of Uncle Bob, so that he may may run down his throat and clear, so that he may swallow his pride. Except <laughs> Uncle Bob. Open the throat. Open the Uncle. throat. Ex- Open the throat, bud. Let Uncle Bob in. <laughs> <laughs> and swallow your pride. Now we cut to the contest. Yeah. And of course, Bud and Wes have the two highest scores and make it into the top five where they do a lightning round. Wes scores lower than his first uh, score. Mm. 
which shows that, you know, maybe he's not all that hot shit. And of course, Bud being the hero that he is in this movie scores the highest score, thus putting him ahead of Wes, winning the $5,000. And the first thing he realizes when he's there at the competi- at the award ceremony, just like, where's Sissy? I wanted to rub this in her face. That's when Pam's like, all right, all right you did this all for her. Like, you clearly... You clearly care more about her, so just just go back to her. But hey, no, 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 no. Don't not give that to her because first she admits that she saw the letter. Letter. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Then ripped it up so he wouldn't call yeah. her, and then said, "You don't love me. You love her, and I don't love you the uh, the way I should. Mm-hmm. But if you ever want to make her jealous again, you know where to find me, cowboy." That, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> so, first, you had to talk about the letter. Yeah. But the, yeah, yes. you ever want to make her jealous again? Hey, because she's a piece of shit too. <laughs> this is um, absolute hell. Then yeah, he proved he was the alpha male by winning the win, winning the fight. Uh, and so meanwhile, since uh, West did not win, he tells Sissy, "Get your shit. Come on, we're going." And, she's and like, she doesn't want to go to Mexico. She don't want to go to Mexico. And he grabs her and he grabs her by the arms like. Go, we're going. She's still fighting, and so he fucking pops her one too. Not a not an open hand. Not like our lovely protagonist. He goes for it. I hate this movie. Anyways, <laughs> so then she, he grabs his gun, and sure enough, he goes and he uh, robs the place where they had, were holding all the money. Ties up the lady. Was, oh yeah, we forgot to mention he's like an ex-con who like used to rob banks or some shit. Who cares? Um, Ties her up, gets the money, and he's about to head on out of there. When uh, Bud goes to Sissy and uh, says, like, Sissy, I'm prideful. And sometimes, as a man, I got to learn to swallow that pride. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for hitting you. And I don't deserve that. I just want to let you know that I love you. Uh-huh. And then she she clearly likes him, too. Uh, he looks at her, and he sees. <laughs> she clearly just, likes him too. I mean, obviously, but like, yeah, he sees her, and she's got all this like kind of bruising around her eyeball, just where he had hit her. And yeah, he's like, "What happened? He hit you?" As if you know, he's never hit her too. Um, and is like, "I'm gonna show that some bitch, whatever." And he like goes in to go confront him as he's trying to come out to, from robbing the place. He's armed with a gun, ready to take it out on John Travolta. But as I said, once you're the alpha male in the mechanical bull, you're bulletproof. He fucking knocks that gun out of his hand. Someone else grabs it, and they're going into a scrap, and he's kicking the shit out of Wes this time. $5,000 in ones just falling everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like a fucking pinata just beating cash out of him. Or uh, what, what did, uh, I think Pumpkin was there setting like a Scott Pilgrim villain. <laughs> like fucking inspired. And then uh, they arrest Wes. Everyone's cheering Bud. Sissy joins him. There's a romantic embrace and kiss. His best friend Marshall goes, Damn, Bud, I gotta buy you a beer. Let's go. Let's get you a beer for the both of you. And he's just like, No, I'm going home. And takes his woman home. And he puts the license plate with Sissy's name back on the passenger side. And the greatest part of this movie happens. The credits roll. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Freedom was ours. I was telling 
I was telling you when we saw this movie, I wanted like a John Hughes style like freeze frame where you show the characters <laughs> and like how text says like where they are, like, you know, what happened. And it's like, I just want to just be like a bud and sissy gave their marriage another shot. Pause. Next text shows up. It lasted about a month. <laughs> they are now happily divorced and living in separate counties. <laughs> there is no contact between the two of them. <laughs> Well, like fucking, don't you forget about me? Plays in the background. <laughs> no, it's a it's it's a remix version. It's just forget about me. It's it's, it's just a country <laughs> version. And we never saw Uncle Bob because Uncle Bob was dead, and nobody in this movie deserved Uncle Bob and Aunt Corrine. Nobody. <laughs> they were the true Uncle Bob was this amazing just person that off the bat lets his nephew stay at his new home, like, doesn't have to pay rent, just hopes he gets a job, takes him to his favorite spot, buys him drinks, introduces him to all his friends. Finds him a job. Finds him a job at an oil refinery making good money. And, like, when he makes mistakes, Uncle Bob doesn't rush in trying to treat him like he's his, like, son, but understands that this is an adult and has to make mistakes. And then comes in at the right moment to explain when he's calmed down what you need to learn from these mistakes. And it, it was awesome. And, it was great. Bob was amazing. And he died for it. Ah! And he died for it. He died for it. For Bud, a man who had slapped his wife twice at this point. Once in public. This movie sucked. This movie sucked, dude. <laughs> oh, There's just, so much country music. It's just that a bad feeling movie. movie takes it's boring. Nothing happens. Everyone's a terrible person. <sighs> so, Kaz? Kaz? Yes. Did you like it? Oh, eat my whole ass, sir. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is worse than the worst movie we've seen thus far. God damn. Baron? <laughs> yes. So? Did you like the movie? <sighs> After one movie of John Travolta for this Mar Travolta madness and explaining what we just watched, I have seen the one piece that starts to lead to the Eldritch connection. <laughs> the first. The first of many, as there is no sanity left in this world. <laughs> Only madness. <laughs> I think we had more of an interesting story arc between characters with me and you trying to come up with the name John Travolta Mad or March Travolta Madness. This was the worst. <laughs> I just blows, dude. Like I'm trying to make light of like the horrible things going on in it, but it's not. It doesn't. It don't feel good. I think more than twice. I was. We were mid watching the movie. I'm looking at the roof of, <laughs> of the room I'm in, going, ah. Okay. So, in case you guys are wondering, uh, does that mean we're watching a good movie next week? No, we're watching a movie called Two of a Kind. The moment where John Travolta reunited with Olivia Newton-John from Greece. And it doesn't look promising. The only thing I know about this movie is apparently God was like, no, humanity's fucked. Let's just let's just wipe the slate clean. Let's do an extinction event. And then like the angel's like, no, 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 wait. What if we had a miracle? What if we make these two hot losers fall in love? 
And God's like, ah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good. Never seen it. I just hope it's not boring. And at this point, I hope that the characters aren't <laughs> shitty. But apparently, the characters are shitty. That's why God's like, I guess I'll take that bet. Uh, <sighs> so, I'm Sir Square, and I've been joined here with Kaz, as always. You can find Kaz on twitch.tv slash secondrespawned or twitter.com slash second underscore respawn. Two wonderful brothers who do a lot of variety streaming, a lot of comedy, a lot of great goofs. Uh, check them out. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash SirSquarin, twitter.com slash SirSquarin. I also do a lot of variety. We just like to hang out, play D&D, and be a bunch of losers. Uh, and just... Look, don't be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. That's that's the big takeaway from this movie. No, no, Just no. Treat women like a human. We, we said we're gonna end this on a positive note. Damn it, everyone out here. I don't here, know if I can find get one. Get comfortable, pop them titties, and have a good fucking night. <laughs> <laughs>